This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Absolutely. Lots of fun. But I don't know what I'm feeling right now. I have no idea what I'm feeling right now. It's definitely a couple. Of, it's just, it's several emotions at once. It's not just one thing. I'm not, I can't say, oh, I'm disappointed or I'm angry. I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm, I guess I'm more like just a little bummed that the season's over for them. It's just I was enjoying it so much. Yeah. I haven't enjoyed a baseball season like this in a long time. And this was a fun season. Went to a bunch of games. People around to everybody's wearing O's gear. Everybody. I mean, it just it was stopped at a you know a bar in Falls Road yesterday. Bartends wearing an O's cap. Everybody's wearing O's stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. It really is. And you don't you don't get that a lot. And it was just nice to see. What are you feeling right now? Let's go out to Nottingham and go get Mike. What's up, Mike? Hey, Rob. Thanks for taking my call. Thank I'm, you for I'm going. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm disappointed because of the great season they had, and I'm not going to say that I'm angry because they didn't do anything to really anger me. But I think the, word, the right word is sad. You know, it's mm-hmm. sort of like who likes losing and uh, who expected this? I mean, I was hoping they were at least going to pull one off in Texas and – you know, the bats didn't come around. The pitching was a little suspect, and it was it isn't what we saw for, you know, 162. So, you know, regroup, got a great future, and you know, we've waited 41 years for a World Series champ. So let's hope it's only 41 and get them next year. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. I, I hope uh, let's get them next year. Let's go to Kathy, who's in Perry Hall. What's up, Kathy? Hey, Rob. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I agree. I agree with the last guy. It's a little sad, but I can't help but smile. I mean, I, you and I have conversations all the time. I love baseball. I love this team. I love seeing those guys, you know, work together and smile with each other. And I'm going to miss that the next 169 days until spring training. But you know what? It's it's been an awesome, awesome baseball season. I yeah, is it? upsetting and a little sad and disappointing that we didn't go further, but look where we got. And what a great lesson to teach the young people of today is that you don't always win. You don't always have the best day, but you put forth the best effort and you come back next season and and you knock it out of the park. Hey, thank you very much, Kathy. I appreciate that. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show. Let's go to Greg in Columbia. What's up, Greg? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, I'm thankful for this season. I agree with Mr. Norris. 
earlier. He said this was a beautiful season. This was a beautiful season. However, it's natural to feel sad after losing like this. But, I, I, you know, I, I see this every year. I invite the Orioles community to enjoy the rest of the, the, the playoffs. Um, the game, baseball is a game of joy. It's a game of rejoicing. Um, don't keep in mind this loss. Yeah, it, 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 you took it to heart for the moment, but keep in mind winning. Watch the rest of this, 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 this postseason. See how winning is done. Rejoice in the game of baseball. And then also this team has done something, did something that no other Orioles team did. The 66 team did, didn't do it. The 70 team didn't do it. The 83 team. They had this winning this, this streak of not being swept. I invite the, 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 us to just rejoice in this, this, the rest of the season, postseason, and then remember the, 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 the success that we had this, this beautiful season and, and, and with the streak we had. And, and this team, I think this team is special. We, we, should, we, 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 we can win next year hey, Greg, and, and I, beyond. I, I appreciate it, Greg. Thank you very much, sir. I don't know if I've had anybody tell me as a fan to rejoice. <laughs> just like, he's just a very positive person. A celebration. No, rejoice. Look at him like that in church. Let's go yeah. to Sean in Baltimore. What's up, Sean? Fellas. What up? Hey, hey, Rob. Thanks for all the tequila shots last oh, night, man. man. Why you always got to throw stuff out there that don't happen? <laughs> I, well, I, I ain't going to mention the crab legs either, man, but I'm going to leave that alone, man, you know. But, um, yeah, tough loss last night, man, you know. Um, I still think they should have pitched uh, Gibson, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm appreciative that they kept me entertained thus, thus far, you know, into football season. You mean, you mean started Gibson? Yeah, starting. Okay. Yeah, starting. Get that's right. what I meant. Okay. Yeah, you know, and um, and I was on um, I was listening one hundred five three. The fan in Dallas, man, they going off, man. They thinking uh, the Rangers going to the World Series, they're gonna win it, and they, you know, they thinking the Cowboys gonna win it too. They gonna have two uh, parades down no, no, there. No, no, they're, Dallas, not thinking, man, they're, not, they're not thinking the Cowboys gonna win it. Stop, Rashawn. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Nobody's well, thinking. thinking nobody's in Dallas is thinking that right now. You are, but they're thinking the opposite because Dallas just got destroyed by what thirty two points. That was a that. wake up call. But wait till wait till the NFC Championship rematch, man. I'm telling you, we're going to revisit this, though. Rashad, you have a good day, man. <laughs> Let's get Mike in Baltimore. What's up, Mike? Morning, fellas. Let me tell you, it was a great season, but let me tell you who I'm disappointed in. I'm disappointed in Elias and Angelos because during trade deadline, they knew the chances of making the playoff was great, and they brought in this high school pitch in Flaherty as the savior for our pitching staff, they knew we needed pitching, and that's what we got. I mean, let me ask you this, uh, Mike. What were they asked to give up for somebody else? No, I, I know what they were asked to give up, but come no, no, on, no, no, man. No, no. What, no, no. What, what were they asked to give up? They were asked to give up all their top prospects. So you like, would have given up? It. You would have given up the no. top prospects? Not for they could have got somebody. They could have got somebody better than Flaherty. Anybody would have been better than Flaherty. Who? See, this is this is you know when. But you're gonna give up Jackson Holiday for somebody better than Flaherty? I want to take you back to something, Ed. When 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 the Orioles in years past didn't make a trade, people would say, "Well, they should have trade. Make just make a trade. Just trade for somebody and try." That's what they did, and now you're complaining. Yeah. They they did exactly what you've asked them to do in years past. Make a trade. If you knew what they were asked to give up, you would have run Elias out of town for giving it up. Yes, you would. And if you give up, I mean, it's so ridiculous. They're going to be asked for Jackson Holiday. It's with the, you know, they wanted all our top prospects. They're looking for that. 
You're not going to get that. Not even Jackson Holiday. The, the other guys as well. Ortiz. I'm not giving those guys up for a guy that's under contract for another three months. Yeah. <laughs> just They did what you asked them to do in years past. They they made a trade. They tried. Gave a guy who had some postseason experience. It didn't work. It just – it's ridiculous. And fans, sometimes they, they say things like, you know, just trade for anybody. Or – they come up with, they'll, they'll target a, a premier player on another team and say, we should trade for him. Or are you giving up? Well, I don't, you know. I remember when before Manny came, we had a call that was calling and constantly saying, we should get David Wright from the Mets. Okay. <laughs> for who? And the Mets were contenders at the time. Yeah, and there was a team captain. They were contending. Like, they just spent the World Series. And who? Like, <laughs> no. Want to hear from you, Baltimore? 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the, on the fan. We want all of those raw emotions for the Baltimore Orioles up next right here. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 817 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Taking your phone calls. I'm going to go right to George because Joe said George had an issue with me. George, what's your issue? Joe? Hey, bud. George, you say you got an issue? Yeah, absolutely. Listen, that previous caller, he's like, look, they should have gotten somebody at the trade deadline. You're like, who? Who? Who should they have gotten? Who should they have traded for? Who should they have given up? That man doesn't know. He doesn't do this for a living. You do. No, 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 no. That's not what I asked him. I said, I said, who would you have wanted? Exactly what I said. Who would you have wanted? Because if he gave me a name like Eduardo Rodriguez, I would have said to him, well, Eduardo Rodriguez would not trade his no trade clause in the middle of the season. I asked him, who would you have wanted? So I could have given him an answer. I think it's a little incumbent upon you to maybe with the season season ending in this way. Uh And, And listen, I'm a huge fan of Michael Elias. I believe in him. I, and I actually believe there probably wasn't anybody we could have gotten. That's my point. <laughs> so that I'm asking him, so I'm supposed to let you call and complain and not know why you're complaining. I want to know from him, who did you want? I didn't ask him who to put together a trade. I said, who do you want? Make a trade for somebody. Okay, well, who do you want? And then if he told me who he wanted, George, I would have given him a response to that. Like someone just texted me, why didn't they trade for Eduardo Rodriguez? Well, Eduardo Rodriguez would not believe there's no trade clause. So I'm not, I'm supposed to just let you call and just just go at it. <laughs> they should make a trade. Well, who did you want? You tell me who you wanted, and I can respond well, so to it's, that. It's double-sided, too. It's not just who do you want, but what are, who are they asking for? And the problem is, that, you know, this is the, the negative of a big positive, is the best part about having, you know, the best form system in baseball is you got a lot of talent. The worst part is you got a lot of talent. So people are going to come shopping in your you know your store, and that's you know the issue. And then you got to decide: do you do you want to take someone who could be a perennial all star and trade them away for somebody you may have for a short time? I don't know. It's, it's I just I have to trust the guys who are in charge right now. No, but, but if you call in and say they should have made a trade, you know. To, in order to have a conversation, the other part of the conversation is what? Who do you want? Yeah. 
<laughs> they should have made a trade for a pitcher, starter, reliever, reliever. Well, who did you have in mind? You know, because there are there are tons of pitches that were available. But who who did you want? Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. Wayne in Baltimore. What's up, Wayne? Good morning, sir. How are you today? What's up, Wayne? How you doing, man? I'm better than I deserve, and I'm extremely, extremely excited because for the very first time in a very long time, there's always next year really, really means something in Baltimore. You you know what? You're right. (laughs) Wayne, you're right. Always next year means a a lot more this year than it did two years ago. Because if you said that two years ago, you'd have thought, what, always next year for what, 100 more losses? Right, and now, now you're actually a good team, and all. And next year does mean something. Thanks a lot for the call, Wayne. I I appreciate that one. I do. Let's go to Antonio and Rosedale. What's up, Antonio? Good morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Doing well. Disappointing Orioles series, but great season. AL East champion, one hundred one win. I'm proud of my team. We will be back. Go O's. And you guys have a wonderful day. You too. You too. I, you know, I, that that call before, he's dead on, man. There's always next year. For the first time in a long time, that means something, eh? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's not there's always next year when you go, you know, <laughs> 75 and 87 or whatever. I mean, yeah. that's, that's, he's spot on. Yeah. That might be my favorite call of the day. Let's go to Zach in Pikesville. What's up, Zach? What's up? Good morning, guys. How you doing, man? Yes, sir, man. Uh, epic, yeah. Uh, Orioles did great. Most exciting team that, you know, I've been around watching my lifetime. So, you know, I'm not mad at anything. You know, those guys, you know, did their best, you know, did the best they could got as far as we could go. I really think um, going forward, we got a great product. Um a lot to look forward to for next year. Well, you got to help me, really, Zach, because I'm mad, man. You got to help me. I'm mad. I'm not mad at know, them. Man. I'm, I'm not mad at them. I'm mad that it's over. Yeah, I know. That was too quick, man. That was really too quick. I didn't think we was going to get swept like that. When I – damn, man, that's that guy from the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, to get it out. Oh, come on, Zach. What's up with the phone? Let's go to Rob in Delaware. What's up, Rob? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hanging in there. How you doing, man? Hey, listen, man. I'm I'm extremely proud of these guys. For the first time in a, in a long time, I've, I'm recharged. I took I took my family to a game, listened to the games on the radio, watching the games on TV. Awesome. You know, and, and you know, shout out to Texas. They had a good team. We will take this and we will learn from it. We'll be back next season. I'm extremely proud of these guys. Go O's. Hey man, thanks a lot. Appreciate that. Go O's. 410-583-1057. DJ in Baltimore. Go DJ. What's up, man? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um first and foremost, um, it was a pleasure meeting you down at the stadium this year. Um, I met you a day. I think you were carrying a softball one day that day I met you. Yes, my um, uh my softball team was there. They presented me with an autographed softball of them. Yeah, yeah, that was that was cool. Yeah. Um I'm like you, man. I'm mad. I'm mad for like three reasons. I'm, I'm mad because it's over. Um, I'm mad because I felt like we messed with the lineup a little bit too much. Okay. Um, and they were talking about like go with the guys that got you there. And I know they were throwing lefties, but you sat them, you know. So you kind of handcuffed the offense a little bit. 
And then my third thing is the pitching. Like, there's no way that uh, uh, Gibson shouldn't have started that game yesterday. You know, um, you bought him there because he has playoff experience and he was throwing well. And you waited until after uh, Kramer got in trouble to put him in. And then, uh, and I know, I don't know who's calling pitches at all, and I'm not second guessing Adley, but that one at bat where the guy fouled off like 17 pitches, they were all fastballs. Now, I know they were variations of fastballs, but they were all fastballs. It's like, why didn't we call for a changeup? Uh, just something off pace. Even if you throw for a ball, just something off pace. See, see, um, that's my DJ. I give you another one though. That mine is not that. Mine is the home run that was given the three run home run. Uh, Adley was set up in the middle of the plate. The ball was delivered in the middle of the plate for a home run. Why do you set up in the middle of the plate there? I, that I didn't get. I, I didn't understand that. that. That was my my big ang- my my anger was the Garcia home run. Adley set up in the middle, and I'm sitting there. Ed, don't set up in the middle. Ed, Adley, don't mm-hmm. set up in the middle. He's going to hit the bit. And Kramer and Kramer threw right down, smack down the middle of the plate. That was my anger. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you can't you can't set up there. You can't do that. You just can't. 410-583-1057 is the number. We get about shovels at 845. I know, Ed, you got a good one. But on the other side, our buddy from Baltimore Baseball tonight, Ryan Ripken joins us, and he's puts a little bow on the season right here on the fan. So, Ed, Joe said the next Orioles game is February 24th, 2024 against the Red Sox. So when I win Powerball later on, we can just leave and, and just be bums and travel around Florida forever. Be fine with me. All right? Just, you know, just let me know what you owe in the house, you know. A lot. We just just travel around. <laughs> what you guys doing? Just just watching. Nothing to see here. Just two old dudes watching. Uh, what's that, just what's see- that up to now? A billion and a half or something? Yeah. Yeah. What's the payout is like $700 million. It just seems to be so abrupt, you know what I mean? At one point, you're in the ALDS. The next point, third out, ninth inning, it's over. Joining us right now from Baltimore Baseball tonight, courtesy of the WGK Long Guest Hotline, is Ryan Ripken. Ryan, I feel like like you ever saw the movie Ghost? Yep. And and when he died, there was like unfinished business. He felt like there's something else. To, that's how I feel right now. Like the season's over, but it's not really over. Like I got some unfinished business. That's how I feel right now. Yeah, you know, it, it kind of feels like. Um... You know the the book the book wasn't finished being written. Yeah. You know that the that we got the, the to the exciting part at the climax, and then it just felt like it, it was not even a cliffhanger. It just it fell off, ceased to exist. And unfortunately, in, in the baseball world, in the baseball postseason, it can come so abruptly. And and for the Orioles, uh, I don't think anyone going into this past weekend had any envision. If the Orioles were to lose a series, I don't think they expected them to go down the way that they did being swept. But uh, that's credit to Texas. You know, they, they truly are uh, as hot as you could possibly be. If they play like they did against the O's, they're probably going to end up winning the World Series. Ed, nobody likes for a climax to end abruptly, do we? No. <laughs> Definitely not. 
<laughs> oh man! Well, come on, you show you take your chances here. Anyway, <laughs> look. One of the things we were talking about earlier, and I'm I'm confident they're going to be a force for a while because they're just so young. I mean, you know, Adley's the one of the older play, one of the older new guys at 25. I mean, they're a very very young team, but. Past performance is no indication of future success, like they say in the stock market. The Mets won 101 games last year. They won 75 this year. Um, how do you feel about the Orioles going forward? you confident or are you a little concerned? Oh, I mean, I, I'm very confident. And honestly, this could end up being the best thing that happened to the team. And, and not, I'm probably people are going to say, oh, what? You, you like getting your, your butts kicked, Ryan, and watching that? Well, I, I think – for so many reasons, you found confidence in, in yourself as a team, what you're able to, to do. And you also realize that you can be exactly where you want to be, but you, this was also a very humbling experience. And, and I think that the Orioles have the foundation to continue to move forward. Their young guys showed tremendous grit, promise, growth. I mean, in this whole process of this season – the Orioles found out that they might have two aces that, you know, in Kyle Bradish and Grayson Rodriguez, that you might have not figured out if you brought other guys in. So, um, so many good things to go off of. I think the biggest thing for this is how do you respond now? And for the Orioles, uh, how they respond to the 2024 season is going to be a great indication of what this team could be capable of for next year and beyond. Here with Ryan Ripken from Baltimore Baseball tonight. Ryan, I think one of the things we didn't know during the season was because how good Cano and Bautista were at the back end. Uh, also, you got to throw in Coulomb as well. We didn't know how weak the rest of that bullpen was. When when uh, uh, um, uh, Bautista goes down, it kind of exposes some other guys. Do you think they'll address some bullpen needs in the offseason, or will there be some guys who maybe, maybe didn't pan out and the rotation that gets demoted to the bullpen. Yeah, I think, you know, because I, I try not to, to do the crystal ball of the what if of all the moves, but I will say this. The Orioles, I think if we've learned anything, is going to address what they have in-house first. And I, I think that getting a veteran arm will be something that they will heavily consider after mm-hmm. looking at the options. But then also, like, what are you going to do with a guy like Tyler Wells who could go back to your rotation but has also proven that, you know, he can be very effective out of the pen. So they're going to have to figure out and, – and D.L. Hall, do you let him go back to the starting rotation? Or, you know, honestly, a bright spot of this ALDS, man, D.L. looked fantastic. Yeah, he did. You know, so coming out of that role, maybe that's something to explore. So for the Orioles, once they make that decision, I think they'll move on. But you can never go wrong with getting another veteran arm and as great of a season that Cano had, it seems like he's better suited to be that, you know, set-up guy or seventh, eighth-inning guy uh, moving forward with this ball club. Any other surprises in the postseason? I, I mean, I was a little stunned the Orioles got swept since they've not been swept since Adley came up. Um, what about the uh, maybe the Dodgers or the, the fact that they, the Braves are one and one Yeah, honestly, I think it's just a reminder to everyone that this wasn't just the Orioles. Obviously, they're getting swept. But if you look across, the only team that, that, that seems to uh, not or has figured out the buy system is the Houston Astros. And it's 
not a shock there because they did it last year. Um, but the Dodgers, the, t- the, the layoff of, of the, the time for the format has still, I think, been a problem, you know. Um, but it's also going to show you, you just got to get in and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's really the honest truth. And, and maybe that's not always the fair assessment. But look at Texas. Texas almost backed their way out of the playoffs. And now we're talking about them possibly, possibly being the team representing the American League in the World Series. I'll say for the Orioles, though, we talked about D.L. Hall. Um, Gunnar Henderson's ready for every single moment. And, you know, he was tremendous yes. in games two and three. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, for Orioles fans, I know you were hoping to see it from other guys. But if you had any doubts about how good Gunnar Henderson is, just wait. Because I've said it before, we are not even close to seeing how tremendous this, this guy is going to be for the Orioles moving forward. Yeah, I agree with you. He is The moment was not too big for him. Well, Ryan, has been a blast, my friend, this Orioles season. But it's now time for the rest of the playoffs. So now we can just watch without and talk about it without so much anxiety. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it might not be as uh, – it might be less uh, stressful, but it definitely won't be as fun. But, hey, guys, I appreciate you and uh, hope to talk soon. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, Ryan Ripke from Baltimore Baseball tonight, 410-583-1057. That's the number, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Rise and shine for breakfast and football. We do football around here, too. Join Baltimore Game Day Uncensored this Sunday at Sports and Social at Live Casino. And Hotel Maryland for pints and pancakes and pigskin. As we broadcast live beginning at 6 a.m., Bob Haney, Ken Wyman, Vinny Serrato, and Tim Barbales break down Baltimore's week six matchup against the Tennessee Titans. Against Tennessee. Uh, and stay and watch the game across the pond in London. Again, you heard me right. Pints, pancakes, and pigskin. Mm-hmm. That's going to be at the live casino and sports and social there on Sunday. We begin at 6 Six o'clock. Yeah, it's going to be big. We can talk some college football at 9 o'clock, but on the other side of that noise, you got a shovel for us? (laughs) I do. The brain-dead Pittsburgh airline passengers. This is – what's going on there is nuts. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text, 410-583-1057. Hit us up on Twitter. At BBMS, 1057 The Fan, Shovels, next. The biggest idiots deserve the big, bad shovel of wisdom. Sponsored by Jerry's Toyota. And their exclusive benefits, including free service maintenance for four years or 50,000 miles. Visit Jerry's Toyota just north of the Beltway on Bel Air Road and online at jerrystoyota.com. 1057 The Fan. Time to give a shovel out. Each of us can give a shovel. Joe wants to give a shovel today. Gonna let him give one. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text. 410-583-1057. Ed Norris. Who gets your shovel? Yinzer Air Travelers. There's people in Pittsburgh. I don't know what's going on up there. This story's from today. It happened yesterday. The TSA have found a gun again at the checkpoint at Pittsburgh International Airport. Mm-hmm. Um found you know the belongings of a man from you know a suburb of Pittsburgh Natrona Heights what I don't understand it's the 35th gun they've recovered this year at Pittsburgh International Airport 35 pistols like oh. that's really odd in one place 
Uh, apparently, 2019, they found the same number for the whole year. Uh-huh. It was only October. 35. Like, what is people... Th- How do you end up to going to the airport with a gun in your bag? I, that's like... You, you can't think for the life of you that is going to go, is going to be able to go with you. And how do you forget that you have a gun in there? That's bag? my point. Like, how do you forget that? Do you keep your gun in your luggage? Is that where you hide it? It's like, or is it you know in your your duffel bag or your your backpack? Maybe that's where it is. I don't get it. I know when I travel, I'm so super hyper concerned. You know, I don't want anything found in my bag. I don't want anything that could you know cause a discussion at the TSA checkpoint. I, I, I got a permit. You know that. Mm-hmm. I've never accidentally had it on me. Right. In any circumstances. Yeah. Oh, I forgot it. No, no. I've never forgotten right. whether or not it was on me. I don't get it. I don't either. At all. I want to give my shovel to the man in the 7-Eleven today. Story. So I walked in, and Ed, I just, today I felt good. I told you I've been doing the stretching exercises, been eating right. And I woke up feeling good. I walked in the 7-Eleven, and I was smiling. And I had on my B Orioles hat. And, you know, based on his response to me, he knows, he knew who I was, what I did. So I walked in smiling. What, what are you smiling? What are you so happy for this morning? I thought he was joking at first. I said, what do you mean? The Ravens look like S. Orioles just got swept. And you're walking in here smiling. I knew you guys over there didn't care about these local teams. What are you talking about? He was angry because I was happy. <laughs> I'm not happy the Orioles lost. I'm not happy the Ravens lost. But generally speaking, I was in a good mood this morning. Because the Orioles got swept, I have to be in a bad mood? Is that the rule? No. But he was honestly irritated by my positive disposition. <laughs> he stormed out. I'm looking at the clerk and him like, what this happened here? Upset that I'm not. I'm very, I just told you all, I don't know. I'm I'm angry about losing. I'm angry that there are more games. I thought we would have that energy again on Friday night. Friday night at Camden Yards would have been rocking. That angers me. But overall, I'm happy about life, man. <laughs> Joe, who's never happy. Never. Who gets your That's shot? That's not true. Uh, my shovel goes to Rangers fans who apparently uh, started chanting overrated at the Orioles after Adolis Garcia's home run. That was uh, Nathan Ruiz tweeted that out, and then it was confirmed by multiple other people. Right. I, I'm, That's the I'm dumbest sorry. chant ever. Dude, they went 68 and 94 last year with a lot of the same guys that are on this team right now. They were fourth in their division. They. Like, what are we talking about here? We're talking about the Rangers. Yes. But see, here's my take on it. That's your take on that. Can I tell you why I hate the overrated chant? And and I got on our fan base once before when I coached college ball about that. When you beat a top-notch team and you chant that they're overrated, you're minimizing your accomplishment. Yeah. Because you're saying, we'll beat you because you not, you're not as you're good. as good as they said. Exactly. You're minimizing your accomplishments. That's a, yeah, okay. I never really thought about it. I way. do. <laughs> I do. Overrated. So, no, no, no. So, you're basically saying that we shouldn't have won 101 games because if we really should have, you couldn't have beaten us. That's what you're saying. Yeah. 
That's the dumbest chant. I don't know why people do that chant. It's a dumb chant. You, you are taking away from what you're accomplishing right now because you're saying, you know what? We're really not that good. And that's why you're beating us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think about it. Just Stop. chant underrated instead. Just, just, just cheer your team. Why are you trying to dog us? Just cheer your team. 410-583-1057 is the number. John and Glenn Burning wants to make a contribution to the show. What's up, John? Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Doing well, John. How are you? All right. Driving to work in D.C. Um, Real quick, I was at the game Saturday. It was great. Electric. I mean, it was unbelievable experience. I wanted to thank the Baltimore Orioles. I'm very proud of them. We had a great season. Love it. And I want everybody to stop beating up on the manager because he's learning, too. You know, he's made some mis- – everybody makes mistakes. Everybody's just bashing him. I hear it on all the shows, and it's crazy. I don't understand the bashing, to be honest with you. I, I really don't. It's he vicious. put He put players in the same positions, John, that he put them in all year, and they underperformed. Why are we bashing the manager? I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it either, sir, and it, it's crazy. I mean, he is learning. This team is young. They, they exceeded expectations. And he's learning just like the team is. Hey, th- and they're yeah. growing together. John, I appreciate the call more than you know. See, here's where I would be critical of Brandon. Let's say it was a close game, Ed, mm-hmm. and we were in the eighth inning. And all of a sudden, Brandon wanted to, instead of going to the back of the bullpen guys, let's say then he decided he wanted to get cute and go to Gibson. Well, you got Cano there, you got Wells there, right. you got Cologne there. Oh, wait a minute, Brandon, we're up a run in the eighth inning. Why are you going to Gibson? Well, because I believe Gibson's a starter. No, 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 no. You're overthinking it. Go to the back of the bullpen guy. That's what I would be critical of Brandon. Mm-hmm. I'm not critical of Brandon high for doing what he's done all year, and the guys that he's done it with all year just didn't perform up to snuff. Why? What are you criticizing them for? I don't get it. But some of the criticism has been really brutal, harsh, and personal and nasty. Like, like man, people watching. Yeah. Yeah. We talk about expectations. You all had expectations of the Baltimore Ravens before the season began. We'll talk about that at 9-15. But on the other side, college football is heating up. Big matchups last week, and they continue this week. We'll talk about college football up next on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.